0: Welcome to the CNC collective plugins. Uh, This is a show where we talk about different creative industries and get an insight uh, of how our individuals are impacting their industries. Please welcome a very special guest of mine. Um, I'm very excited about this guest as I've been a fan of him for some time. Uh, he has he is a creative director of m c n London as a brand um, they've really tried to elevate and push through the narrative of a Congolese creative and I've had the pleasure of meeting him previously before where we did our first um, cNC shoot last year. Please can you introduce yourself
1: Hello everybody. Um, I am this person that she just <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I hope I hope uh, I am that person. But yes, my name is Belonjo Kanju, uh, and I am the creative director of MCM London, as she, uh, as she just previously mentioned. And yes, I'm here today to to share some thoughts, some insights. So. Amazing. I'm looking forward to it. Let's let's get on with it. Yeah,
0: let's get on. No, I'm very excited about this because um, I've been watching you for the last few weeks and I'm very interested in your brand strategist stuff that you've been posting on social media. But we'll definitely talk about that later on in the show. Yes. But what I wanted to talk about is MCM London because um, a year ago, as I said, you featured on our platform. So let's talk um, MCM London because for a while now, you know, I remember last year you were talking about all these um, things that you wanted to implement in your business. Mm -hmm. And I've seen the growth in the last year actually through 2020. Did you ever think that when you first started MCM London that it will get to this point?
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, to, to put it mildly, um, because I, I do believe that growth, growth, I guess, growth is inevitable if you have it in your mind yes. that you aim to get to that point. You know, exceptional growth, on the other hand, can equally be out of your control. Yeah. But the initial growth Um, I would say yes you you damn near strategize for it you plan for it and an exceptional growth then comes when the market situation's right and I don't know consumer behaviors on your side uh, things like that yeah
0: okay that's great because um, I remember last year you mentioned you wanted to do MCM Africa and I think at the time uh, I think you were just building up to it so I didn't think you had, I don't think well correct me if I, I'm wrong but I mm-hmm. don't know if you had all the plans put in place but this year especially with what's been going on with Corona, yep. MCM Africa's really evolved because you did um, Afro, uh, the Afro Beat um, Festival, Afro Nation yeah. that's it, Afro Nation last year yes. and then this year we had the Afro Beat official charts in the UK and you were responsible yep. for doing the photography for that, so yes. how has it it been for you because has it been like overwhelming i mean was this always in the plan to get to this or has this just naturally developed in what you wanted to be mcm africa
1: um well it's it's always been in the plan mcm africa has always uh been part of of our growth strategy Mm -hmm. um because the aim has always been to establish the the africa side of of the business and yes um projects that have just come along and have just absolutely benefited that I mm-hmm. guess you know it it wasn't the the Afro nation wasn't necessarily in our strategy yes but what happens I guess is that if if your talent is is there mm-hmm. people see yes. and you are then Afforded the opportunity, you know, fortune favors the brave and whatnot. Yes. Um, so, you know, we we are fortunate enough. We have the talents, we have the stripes, and when the opportunity arised, mm-hmm. uh we we took hold of that opportunity and and we went for it. Um, yes. So that was Afro Nation, and you know, just about a week before that. We was in in Kenya anyway, getting uh, content in Kenya. And as we speak, um, the guys are in Congo.
0: Yes, I've seen this. Yeah, it's amazing that they're doing amazing work out
1: there. Yes, and that is another thing that was inevitable, but during you know this these funny times as everyone keeps yeah. on saying i'm trying to find another way to say it now yeah like <laughs> I, I don't want to say oh these tough times but challenging it has challenges. been like, yeah because you've had
0: to i think everyone's had to reroute yes. basically a lot of the plans that they had for this year they've had to adapt isn't it yes really and
1: mm. and uh, the congo plan was something that we could not adapt Yes. And it it had to be done. The only thing that really got adapted was the fact that I am not there.
0: Right. Okay. I see. That was the
1: only adaptation. Like we done everything we could to make sure that we were on the continent. We were in Mm -hmm. Africa come the Mm -hmm. end of the year, come what may. Yes. Because, um, yes, financially, like, lots of people in the creative field have have taken a hit if they, yeah, uh, they have not so, adapted yeah. um you know us included but you know we had to just get it done and, yeah. and we found a way we found a means yes um, yeah to have that project you know yeah really moving forward
0: Yeah and it's great because it shows where you have developed as a company really because the fact that you have the resources to have two of your guys out in Congo and then you in London dealing with whatever needs to be done on the business side in the UK it's even though it's been challenging it's great that you guys have had that flexibility as well.
1: Yes yes yeah Um, yeah, it's uh, I don't it just I guess it's it comes with the times and yes and with experience and and everyone just being ready to play their part yeah uh, for yeah. the master plan
0: yeah it's that's a, that's a very important key um but this just leads me on to uh I guess my next uh question and what we're going to talk about is obviously your brand strategy um uh, you know things that you're putting on social media yeah. and they've given an insight into how to create a brand and this is really why I brought you on the show because I think not a lot of people are educated about this especially in the creative industry yeah. and this is something that I've had to balance as well yeah. so this is I guess I can call this my free mentoring session with you below so um, <laughs> oh, let's that, get into it. That's a very
1: good strategy <laughs> right there that is,
0: it is. a brilliant it is.
1: strategy. It, <laughs> is. it is It is. So, so
0: um, not only have you, you work on MCM London, but recently, like I said, I've been seeing a lot of content about your brand strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, is, this, is this always that something that you've always done? Um, is this something that you always plan to put out there for, you know, people to know how you got started?
1: Well, first of all, I, it's something that I, I technically um, have always been doing. Uh, right. And okay. Over the last couple of years, it's become really, really prominent um, right. that it's okay. needed more and more. And oh yes, I always planned that 2020 was the year that I was going to to now put a bit more of that content out, mm-hmm. and Corona just expediated, I guess, that that entire <laughs> With many process. Things you know (laughs) it it put it on fast forward because that once again that was part of the adaptation the speed to which I had to to get that stuff done um was part of yeah us just adapting uh not only on on some of the stuff I put out on MCM in terms of the different kind of content but also Mm -hmm. putting out more and more content of my own um as I start focusing on I guess the upstream value mm-hmm. of, of creative production. So yes, yeah. what I, I would call that as if like I'm now helping with strategy and mm-hmm. after the strategy is sorted, I then pass it on to the creative execution, right, which is okay. MCM. So right. as, as I mentioned, like over the past couple of years, I've been seeing how important, it is because the, the majority of the, the clients that come across mm-hmm. our way are, mm-hmm. I guess, they're, they're more focused on having a brilliant set of pictures in hope mm-hmm. that it makes a splash on social yeah. instead of having it make sense for their brand and mm-hmm. having it make sense long term um, yes. instead of the whole, you know, shoot and hope for the best. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and yes and and that's what I mean by you know I've been been doing this for quite some time as the clients Mm -hmm. come to me and we have discussions I always say you know what's the purpose of the shoot and more or less they're just like oh my god I want epic photos and it's, (laughs) it's like after a while you're like that doesn't really help you long-term, you know? Yeah, so of course. that's where the whole brand strategy comes from, is that wow. I, I really want to help uh, the brands literally move the needle, mm-hmm. you know, move, yes. make an actual big move in your company with the stuff mm-hmm. that you want to engage us with and not just yes. have another set of lovely images. Um,
0: yeah, of course, yeah. 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 And I think this is um, leading on to my next question. I, For me personally, this is what I struggled with when I first started my uh, project, because being a creative, it's a sometimes, you know, you know how it is, you have these brilliant ideas, but I think with being a creative, you don't always align the business as- aspect with your product, with the creativity. It's kind of like, I want to have this idea, I want to do this brilliant photo shoot and then you come to the realization: actually, how am I going to ex- execute this with making money? How is this going to affect me in the long run? And what is the purpose of what I'm doing? Yeah. For me personally, I realized this earlier on mm-hmm. when I first started CNCs. Like, actually, I need you know that that brand and that business strategy. And luckily for me, I've met great connections where I now have a business mentor, which is going to help me get to where I want to be. Yeah. But not a lot of people know that because I think with the rise of, like you said. social media want a big splash Mm -hmm. but then after the big big splash things kind of go really quickly because I think we live in a generation where things are given us to us so fast Mm -hmm. but then they go so quickly yeah why do you think it's so important to implement strategy and not just have a photo shoot because I think uh, our community really especially of our community we really need to understand the importance of that
1: yeah you're you're right and you know and it's affects our community and, and just you know wider um black community small mm-hmm. small businesses um yes. and, and micro businesses that they they focus more on on I guess I guess just as you mentioned like things come mm-hmm. and go very quickly and we're yes. used to instant gratification. So mm-hmm, part of mm-hmm. that instant gratification mentality is that let me put out something right now. Let it yes. get all the likes. And then because it's instant, it also goes mm-hmm. instantly. Yes, and then you're stuck exactly. in the rut of, oh my God, I need to constantly put out new content. Yeah, Because you didn't think of the strategy long-term um, mm-hmm. and you also didn't think of, How am I going to market these set of images so that it makes sense for four months and not four days?
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Um, And I think that's just the problem that we're having. And I and like I said, you know, not a lot of people being educated. And that's why I'm really behind what you're posting, because I think people really need to know about it. And this leaves me also one of the mistakes I think that we not only in our community, but in other black communities. And I know you've touched about it. And it's one of my favorite um, subjects because it's one of my pet peeves as well. <laughs> Let's talk about mates rates oh <laughs> mates rates. this is something that mates I'm completely rates. for me personally I'm yeah. completely against I'm just like if I have a friend mm-hmm. or for example if I I, I go to you MCM None, I'm going to get paid the the actual price because I'm supporting your business yeah. you know you've got to and I think a lot of people don't are not educated enough enough on the whole mates rates thing because I think they don't understand the, logis- the logistics that go behind it. So if you're paying a fee, mm-hmm. you have to understand that that's charging for their time, mm-hmm. for their equipment, yeah. for the studio book- booking, you know. And I wanted to talk to you about why is this a danger to people's businesses? because I think people don't understand the impact it has on us.
1: Yes, um, you know, you're you're right, mates. Mates rate the. The real intricacies of of mates rates for me is not only the financial dramas that they cause; the, it's also the psychological drama it causes, even if it's between your friendships. Yes, um, because as as I mentioned on the video, which like I believe is probably funny enough of all the wonderful, beautiful pictures we have on MCM, I believe that yeah. has the most views and the most shares mm-hmm. because it clearly hit home and yes. mates rates is i i find them damaging um mm-hmm. because as you said a lot of people don't know but at the same time they don't understand that things cost you more than what they believe it cost you yes so when you offer those mates rates as I said, you pull it in your, in your friend's, your mate's mind mm-hmm. that you can do it
0: mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. price.
1: And yeah. in all honesty, we are partly to blame for that yeah. because we allow yeah.
0: it. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So
1: it's, it's having that understanding that if once you allow mates rates, you need to also find a way to, to cancel those mates rates Yeah, um, mm-hmm. because it, it, it doesn't help it, it really, yeah. really doesn't help. And it almost builds false friendships with business um, acquaintances because they're not your friend once you stop charging mates rates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I completely agree. And if they can go to someone else uh, because of the mates rates, then they never really paid you because you was they that you were friends or whatever. They literally mm-hmm. paid you because they were saving money.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's so it's so important because I think we get so caught up in we have the business, we've got the idea, Mm -hmm. but then we forget. I think it's all about the small print. Yeah. And you're you're so right. I think it's all about um in a nutshell what you're saying is you're setting the standard for your own business. Mm -hmm. If you are setting a particular standard of mates rates, Mm -hmm. that's the standard that you're gonna get. Yeah. Um you know and it, it all goes, you know, how do you want to present yourself as a business would Marks and Spencers offer mates rates they wouldn't so I think like you said it's all about setting yourself a
1: standard it it definitely is um setting yourself the the standard you know we've we've got good friends who own studios who some will be like yeah 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 no worries just you know send me the money the day before or even send me the money on the date and mm-hmm. we have some friends who are like, yep, everything via the website. I know you got my number. Yeah. I know we have a good laugh, but via the website. Book yeah. it via yeah. the website. If you didn't book it via the website, don't call me the mm-hmm. day before because you know what it is. And we yeah. absolutely respect that. We mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. respect that because the problem with, with what mates rates does is that you then not only become uh, the mates rate, person you become the referral person with the mates rates so right now okay. friends start coming to you and be like oh yeah my friend referred me to you and they'll say mm-hmm. things like yeah yeah look after them look after them Be like yeah. well, wh- what do you mean look after them so look after them as in give them some sort of mates rates as well because i'm the one sending them to you you know right, so okay. you get that snowball effect of having to look after your mates' mates. But you don't have to. But all of a sudden, you now feel obliged because they're sending you a referral.
0: Right, okay. And that puts you in a compromising position as a business, doesn't it,
1: really? Exactly. And it puts Mm -hmm. you into an even worse position if you price if you price your services to sell and if and you don't price it to profit mm-hmm. you know so if if you whatever it is you do if it costs you 10 pounds and you price it at 12 pounds yeah you're pricing to sell so when the mates rates come it's now 11 pounds and now if the mates rates mates comes it's like i don't know 11 pounds 50 or something so you're right, just chopping okay. away at your profit. But if you price to profit and you, you, you price it at 30 pounds instead of yeah. 12 pounds, then you've got mad scope. Right. Okay. I see. You've got oh. mad scope. Like if, if you've ever, I don't know, gone to somewhere like ridiculously posh and yes. they're charging you stupid amounts. You can be like, oh, yeah, can I get another bottle of water, please? And it's finished. And they'll send you another one. And they'll send you another one. Mm-hmm. And they'll send you another mm-hmm. one. Because they've priced to profit. They can give you yeah. 10 bottles of water because they've made silly amount of money in the first place. <laughs> yeah, but if you course, don't price yeah. for that, then every time someone asks for something extra, it kills you. Right. And you be, or okay. you almost become resentful. You'd be like, why did I even take this in the first place? Mm,
0: yeah, yeah. So true. So true. I can de- I can definitely relate to that, which <laughs> um, brings me to my next point was I know you discussed about being ac- ac- accessible as a business. Yeah. Um, and this is something I wanted to touch on was I know that for me, I've learned really not to be as accessible. Ex- as, access, say, accessible. as accessible accessible. <laughs> yeah. that's it as as running a business so I think that as well can be detriment yeah because you're again like I said setting a standard so mm-hmm. what is the balance of being accessible as a business I, I wanted to talk about a bit about that because I think we need to know as well just yeah. the balance between what what is accessible what is not
1: um, I think that comes again to the whole point of setting, setting boundaries, setting standards yes. of, of how you want to conduct your business. So many of us in, in the creative world, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, um, mm-hmm. your business really relies on personal communication with your client. Yes. So what we tend to do is say things like, here's my number or me mm-hmm. anytime. Yeah. <laughs> been there done that you know and <laughs> and you're saying that because you want to seem like you've got exceptional customer service but yes what you've done is giving them total access to you
0: right, so now okay.
1: and and once again it's not the fault of the client it's mm-hmm. your fault you're yeah. the one that's opened that door so mm-hmm. you're the one that said call me anytime so, when they call yeah. you at 7 p.m. on a Sunday, mm-hmm. you might feel some kind of way about it. But don't forget, you said, call me anytime. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, as I, I, I think I gave the example of Gary Vee, like Gary Vee is exceptionally yes. um, approachable on socials, mm-hmm. but Lord knows he's not accessible like that. Yeah, of you course. Know, yeah. And you, he can have a 10-second conversation with you online if you are lucky enough to get his attention. But in order yeah. for you to fully have access to him, you're paying six figures minimum.
0: Mm, right.
1: So wow. I guess as businesses mature, you start setting these these boundaries, these gateways, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it increases your value as well. Because Yeah, if you're working with someone and they tell you you can only you can only call me business hours, then that's the only time they can call you. Mm -hmm, If they want mm -hmm. any contact with you after that, and you say, Yep, I will bill you for it, then they are fully aware that if they're gonna call you after hours, you are going to charge them for it. Yeah, very, very, very simple. And Mm -hmm. and every how can I put this quote unquote sophisticated business people out there, yeah are doing they're literally doing this, and I've come mm-hmm. across them, and it makes me tremble if I need them outside of business hours, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: because they already set that that boundary for you that you can't cross exactly um you know, and I think that's just that's important that we need that in our businesses, like you said in in this creative industry it's so easy you know that we live off networking and making connections so it's so easy when we're at an event or if someone slides in your dms it's so easy to be like call me anytime yeah let's connect because you know that especially working in the creative industry people have a certain a talent or a value to me and vice versa mm-hmm. so naturally i'm gonna be like yeah sure call me anytime yeah but then what I've realised is actually to control the way it goes. And like you said, I think as your business matures, mm-hmm. and you have to put boundaries to control it because it can get out of hand. And I'm sure you've had situations where, because you're, you're growing. So, I mean, MCM has got London, Africa, and also you've got your multimedia platform. So mm-hmm. it's growing with what's happening. So I can guess if you didn't put those boundaries in place in the first place, I guess it could be a bit overwhelming, would you say?
1: Yes, and, and it's something that we, we are doing our best to, to phase out because, yes. you know, your clients become friends and mm-hmm. then when you now, you need to now make sure you, to put your friends and be like, if you're going to call me for a social call, that's different. Yes. But if you're going to now call me and, and talk business outside of technically business hours, then it mm-hmm. becomes a bit techie, especially if it comes time to, to booking. Yes. Because now we they are there's a few of us now and you're trying to put systems in place. You can't call someone individually and be like, yeah, I want to book for this day, this time, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because that person might forget to tell everybody else. But if they go, of course, if they go according to the process that we've set out, then it would drop in an email that everybody can see. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's that's a that's an issue that that we had and we're kind of slowly phasing out with you know long-term clients um, yes who, yes who you know by means of our own fault like yeah. just, just message us and be like can can I book you guys for this this and, mm-hmm. and the other and yeah 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 and and being in in my position as like a creative director I'm now shooting mm-hmm. less hmm so when they contact me to say that they want to book for a shoot, the immediate th- thing in my head is like, oh, my God, can you guys just email? Yeah,
0: yes, yes. You know, yeah. and
1: I think that's, that's another thing in regards to business maturity. When you start, you just want to take it all on and, you know, do yeah. message people anytime, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But as mm-hmm. time goes on and on, you just start you start wanting to separate your life and your work mm-hmm. and that requires systems to be in place.
0: Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And testament to that, um, Belange, I knew that <laughs> when I contacted I was like, I've got to email this stuff, guys. I know what he's going to say. So I had I had my email ready. I had my email ready. But then this is a good thing because I've seen how you are as a business and I respect that you you have you know, business hours. And I know that if I, I need to contact you, it will be through email. Yes. And from me being an outsider, you set those standards already. So I already knew. I was like, nah, yeah. I know. I can't just be like, hey, let me send you a quick text. No, I have to follow up with an email. Yeah. So I knew already that was going to come. Mm. So I think it's it's how you're presenting yourself as a business. I think because cause I respected you guys and I think with me, I'm very much a person that when it comes to people's businesses, I know it's not going to be a whatsapp thing for me it's going to be an over email thing yeah and i've learned as well when people slide into the dms and cnc mm-hmm. hey thanks so much please send an email because i know i can't there's so much conversation that you can have over a dm yeah, yeah. um and i think as well with email everything's recorded exactly so exactly. you need that backup
1: exactly um
0: so that's really really important for me and, and you, you know you're right you like i said it's all about setting those standards and and you know having those systems in place mm-hmm. when you start mm-hmm. is going to put you in a much better position
1: exactly, um, exactly.
0: you know so it is a good yeah. thing but what i wanted to discuss as well because i know this is for me i had to well you know what sometimes it's rocket science but sometimes it's not really yeah. but you discuss this and i wanted to talk about this point because this is really important mm-hmm. what is the difference between being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and self employed. Mm-hmm. Because I think these lines are so they're they're broad, but I guess they're quite they're similar but not too similar. Yeah. And I think it's the minor details that people forget. Yeah. So I think let's let's talk about this. I think a lot of people say they're entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. a lot of people say they're self-employed, but do they really know the difference? So yeah. what
1: is it? So that that is is really key. Um yes. because entrepreneur and entrepreneurship has been touted around for a very long time. And it's yes. like a, I don't, it's like a, Oh, like it's like one of those rappers chains, you know, when a rapper gets a oh big my gosh, chain and yeah. they're like, yes, look at me. <laughs> when they made their first yeah, million. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what entrepreneurship <laughs> is to people. They pull it on their neck and they'd be like, yes. entrepreneur, Yes. But um, the, the real, the best way to sort of differentiate it immediately is, is the fact that entrepreneurs create jobs. Yes. Self-employed, you are the job. Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's like one of the the quickest way to pull it, you know, because, because an entrepreneur mm -hmm. create jobs, he's got a brilliant idea. And he may play a little part in it, but he creates jobs for people to, to actually do whatever it is that the idea requires them to do. Otherwise, yeah. someone who is self-employed, you are the job. So if you're a mm-hmm. graphic designer, yeah, you are the graphic designer. You don't mm-hmm. hire anybody to do it. You don't do anything else. You are <laughs> the actual self-employed individual so as the moment you stop working money stops moving for you right. as well yeah. otherwise an entrepreneur who creates jobs he can be anywhere in the world if you know if it affords him to do it but the business yeah. will still go on and the money will mm-hmm. still be created you know yeah. for me that's like one of the key 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 differences is that Self-employed people, they are the actual job. And, and, and mm-hmm. it's not to say there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just the fact that the, you're not creating jobs. And, yes. and entrepreneurs tend to create jobs. Fair enough, it's mm-hmm. not written in stone, but anyone who is celebrated as an entrepreneur, especially a serial entrepreneur, they build yes. companies that has systems and processes that can function without them.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's where the confusion is. And I think the confusion can be, like you said, people wear it around like a chain on their mm-hmm. neck, uh, you know, just because you have maybe you're the founder of this, so company doesn't necessarily mean that you've got people working for you, that you've got systems in place. And it's not, you know, Mm criticising anyone, but I think it's a misunderstanding of the word entrepreneur. I don't think people really understand what it is. Like you said, it's about creating jobs. And I think you've put it so simply, actually. It's about creating jobs for people, not you being the job. You yeah. know, and then you know, you have these quotes like uh entrepreneur never sleeps, entrepreneur never but then you know, I'm thinking about it. If you're an entrepreneur and you're a serial entrepreneur and you, you organize your you're creating jobs, maybe you do sleep yeah. because your company is running anyway.
1: Exactly. Right? <laughs> you you have afforded <laughs> yourself the ability to sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So
0: I think it's good that we talk about these things, because like I said, people are just getting very mixed signals with the way the world's um, glamorizing entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. But the real explanation, as you said, it's like, you know, are you creating jobs or is is it that you, you are the yeah. job? Yeah. You know, uh, so, yeah, it's just really important to yeah. talk about. And I think, you know, touching on that, is so important especially with you being a brand strategist because I think people will understand I think one of the key things which I like about what you're doing at the moment is you're not talking about anything that you haven't lived out Um, because I think MCM London has been going on since 2014 is it yes yeah yeah Yeah. so you've done a lot since then so you're not talking about anything that you haven't done and I think if you hadn't gone through it your company wouldn't be where you are today yes it's
1: it's all experience it's all experience um through through the years of of doing all of this and and myself going from um employed to self-employed to to an entrepreneur and then, you know, just going round and round in cycles uh, because yeah. I, I believe as well, entrepreneur is always in the, in the hunt to start a new business. After a while, you just become yes. a business owner, you know, you, you've yeah. done the yeah. entrepreneur thing, you, you know, and now you're just a business owner. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, it, it all comes, it all comes from experience. And, and as creative, since, you know, we're on the subject of creatives, Um, I find that there is sort of three routes that you can take as, as a creative Um, and as, as black creatives, it really only is two routes. Um, But as creatives (laughs) overall, there's, there's three routes. So you initially, whatever it is you're good at, if you are ridiculously good at it on the creative side and not the business side, Mm -hmm. You can either, one, continue to be a self-employed individual and Mm -hmm. um, get an agency. Yeah. And the agency handles the whole business side for you. And you then have the luxury of just being a creative. You know, they Mm -hmm. handle all your marketing, everything, and you just let them share the pie with you. So yeah. those are for those who, I guess, are exceptionally talented at their field. They get to mm-hmm. get an agency and whatnot. Uh, yeah. And then you have the, another, the other route, which is if you are a creative and yes. you also are good on the business side, but you handle it all yourself. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you just charge yeah. a ridiculous fee for your your graft, and you yeah. can do things like have 10 clients a year charging them 30, 40, 50k per job, and you're mm-hmm. right, you and your computer mm-hmm. finished. Yeah. And then you have the third route, which is start a business. Mm-hmm. So, if you're fortunate enough to have the business acumen or a business partner, a bit like a Walt Disney, um, yeah. He's the creative, and his brother was the business person, and you start a company. Right yeah. and you take it from there. So for me, as a creative, I feel like those are like the three main routes um, to mm-hmm. success and And the reason why I say for black people, it really is too, which tends to be the business angle, is because there's very few places that have the representation to get black creatives as um, part of agencies.
0: Yes, I've noticed that as
1: well. You know, so you can be exceptionally talented or whatever, but it's either you don't get found or you just don't get signed. And because mm-hmm, you're, mm-hmm. Not, you're not great at the business side and you have no intention yeah. to get into the business side, you then struggle mm-hmm. um, to, to make ends meet within the industry because you know yeah yeah, you can't be signed no one wants to sign you and Mm -hmm. you know you just don't know how to do the business and marketing side of things
0: yeah I mean do you think that this is something that may may change do you think how do you think the creative industry is now for the black creators do you think people being more open to the agency work side of things or is it still I guess a, a struggle for us I mean what's your opinion on that
1: well, to, to be very honest, I, I, I've just about been around the whole agency world for the last 18 yeah. months, to be honest. Prior, okay. prior to that, I, I didn't know of, of, of much agencies. All I knew was the big boys, like the ones that you yeah. kind of can't yeah. avoid, the BBD or all the creative agencies, but not necessarily yeah. the talent agencies.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So it's only recently that um, I've come across the the talent agencies because the creative agencies they won't necessarily put you on their books per se mm-hmm. unless they hire you. Full stop. Um, they'll just okay. have you on their books for certain projects. But it's the talent agencies now that represent talent that are uh, slowly but surely coming out now. And and hire and sorry and getting black creatives on their books, um, but yeah. only time will tell how good those talent <laughs> agencies are to, to getting yeah. the black creatives good and solid consistent work.
0: Well, this is the thing, yeah. And I think especially in the times that we're living in, I think I have seen an increase, obviously, of more black creators and black creative talent and all and all this. But then, like you said, time will tell. Yeah. Um, so we just weigh and test and we just yeah. see. Um, and that's, I guess that's all we can do in, in this yeah, time. Um, but I wanted to um, also talk about... You know, as a brand strategist, uh, what kind of services do you, do you offer, um, and where can people find out about your services? Is it something that it's in conjunction with MCM London, or is this something that is completely separate?
1: Well, I, in to, to be totally transparent, I am um, yeah still finding out how that looks like. And and right, the reason okay. that is, is because what, what we mentioned earlier, it's how you present mm-hmm. yourself. So yes, I'm yeah. still trying to find out how that looks like, um, because I can find a whole new set of clients who are ready mm-hmm. to talk strategy before yeah. creative execution. And mm-hmm. what the offer will technically be we um, will be sorting in helping brands or helping people, let's put it that way, helping people yeah. sort out their brand strategy before yeah. the whole creative execution. So whether yeah, that is um, sorting out the brand persona, uh, your brand message and having a, you know, six to 12 month strategy as to how you're going to use whatever creative content, that you need um yeah all of those things that come before the actual creative execution so i can Mm -hmm. simply offer that separately uh and then just be like now we've sort of got that creative that brand strategy sorted i can then hand you over um to the creative side and right yeah, okay. one of one of the key things that i will do as a as a strategist before this is is helping brands with with their position and their story to uh story their brand story and i believe yeah. positioning is is absolutely key because oh, there's so many businesses now and and it's something that i i mentioned what what was deemed or was called me too businesses um yes everybody's just doing the same thing
0: oh gosh there's so there's so many honestly I think about a year ago I didn't see as many uh, for example we'll take the black creative platforms that are around right now a year ago I didn't see as many but all, all of a sudden there has been an, an influx. influx and <laughs> and I'm just like what? I was like but I but when but I, I honestly can say that when I started this I didn't think about it being a trend or whatever I just did it because I, I had a passion for it. But all of a sudden it's like the black creative handbook the black I'm just like where did all these people come from like, like what's going on like and I think you know you said about standing out is so key because it's such. And do you know what is? I think. Do you think that this market is getting overcrowded? I don't know. Is there people saying that the creators that they're not? I don't. I don't know. What is your opinion on that? Obviously, I don't know everyone's experiences, but do you think it's getting an overcrowded market because there is so many outlets?
1: And there? are you referring to just platforms? Yeah, platforms. Um, well, I guess only. Only the consumers themselves, they will be the, the first people to tell you that um, it's saturated because because yes. of yeah. platforms and the way platforms operate. Consumers know that, well, there's no point me being on 15 different platforms. Yeah. And this is where the whole positioning thing comes in, because it'll be like, well, what's the platform that closely relates to me?
0: So if it's Mm -hmm. a
1: platform about a particular country, I can go down that road. If it's a platform in regarding marketing, well, yeah, I can go down Mm -hmm. that road. But if it's just a platform for platform sake, then they are the ones who are going to disappear over time because, because there's so many people literally have choice paralysis. Mm -hmm. Where, Mm -hmm. where, where should I go? And, Um, everyone's attention now is so vital no one is going to be like oh I need to check on all 10 of my platforms that I have signed up for of course because it's just too much and this is where Mm -hmm. the whole positioning thing comes in on 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 my side in terms of brand strategy because every platform needs to position themselves in a way that in the client's mind they know that there's no other way but them in regards yeah. to whatever it is I'm looking for. You know, mm-hmm. like everyone knows in their head right now, love them or hate them, if you want a cheap flight, you're going on Ryanair. Yeah. <laughs> or an like, easy jam. It, Yeah. It, of it doesn't matter. Like there's there, there's always um, what you call the duality, the battle of the two. And the third is the yes. option. So it's either mm-hmm. you get a BMW or a Mercedes. The option is an hour. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, so yeah.
1: every market, yeah. whether there's a hundred or there's ten, there'll always be number one, number two, and the alternative.
0: Right, I see. gosh i I'm learning a lot
1: here. It's good. <laughs> no, because it's, <laughs> it it's something good. that you see, you see everywhere. You ever get an Apple, you get yeah. a Samsung. Or you get an yeah. alternative because you want to be a rebel. Like a Google phone yeah, or something. you want to yeah, be the like rebel. The Why does everybody get Apple? <laughs> oh, Apple is boring. I'm going, to, I'm going to get a Google phone instead, you know? So yeah. that always tends to be the case and, and a sign of, of every market that there's the two big boys and then there's the alternative and everybody else okay. if you still want to play them at their game you will most likely lose because they just have too right. much of the market share
0: yeah of course yeah that's very true that is very true but then that all goes into they've positioned themselves very well in the market that um like i said you know branding and logo how important is that in in you know when you're starting in the brand because you know, when I, when I started my one, for example, I wanted something very simple that people can mm-hmm. recognize. So I know you touched on about different brand logos and what they mean. Mm-hmm. Why is it before, I mean, and this is something I think that you possibly touched on before you go on to the
1: creative yeah. side of thing.
0: What, how important
1: is it to have a, a good logo for your brand? Well, if you have not sold a penny of what it is you are trying to sell to the world, then your logo really doesn't mean too much Um, right before all of this branding marketing whatever it is you need to have Mm -hmm. a viable product right okay you know so once you have a product that you believe is viable then unless you have money to pay someone who can design you something that's really just yours and it, it, you know really represents you go simple mm-hmm. yeah go simple you know if, if there's one thing I've learned there's there's people doing logos for 40 pounds but I guarantee you you're going to want a new one within six months and there's yeah. people who are doing <laughs> logos for 10,000 pounds and yeah if you don't yeah. know what you you're doing with that logo then you've damn near mm-hmm. wasted your money yeah. So mm-hmm. when you have yeah. a viable product, and you have that solid brand behind it, and you're not saying things like um, "I want the logo to look pink because I like pink," you know, you go to a yes. proper brand strategist, yeah. they'll be like, "Well, what does your clients like then?" Because <laughs> yeah, you know, you're exactly. not making a business for you; you're making a business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for them. You know, and and a lot of people get that twisted, you know, they want a logo with fancy letters because they like fancy letters. Well, it'd be like, well, that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're defeating the purpose because if your client you're selling to, don't like it, then you're just going to change it. And
0: yeah, the thing
1: about logos is that logos become iconic over time. Mm-hmm. You know you can have a cool logo and there's amazing graphic designers out there that can design you in a really, really outstanding uh logo, but it only becomes yeah. iconic over time and with consistent mm-hmm. use yeah like if, if yeah you...
0: definitely i mean look at Mac exactly Domes.
1: like look at all the 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 great uh logos over time they have changed, yes but they have spent ridiculous amount of money pushing that new logo because they want you to see it everywhere. And then Mm -hmm. a logo is one of the best symbols that etches into anybody's psyche. So the moment someone sees it, it's like an immediate emotional connection because Mm -hmm. that's just what it is. And, you know, I have a very good story about that when I went to, thailand i believe and it was the first mm-hmm. day or the second day and um we were starving you know went with my missus we were yeah starving. we said oh let's go out let's go and see some food let's go and look for lewa out here so we yeah. went out to, to the streets of thailand we're like going around seeing all these foods seeing all these foods and we're like mm, i don't know i don't know and what did we see we saw the golden arches Oh wow! And <laughs> I, I haven't been eating McDonald's for a while. I've cut off fast food and this and this and this. But the moment I saw yeah, the yeah, golden yeah. arches, I was like, I know exactly yeah. what I'm going. To... <laughs> what
0: that is? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing. It, it resonates because it, it's, it's they've made they've positioned themselves as a global brand. So anywhere you go in the country, like you said, you'd recognize it anyways. And it's like immediate. When you're saying about the emotional, it's like an emotional comfort because you know exactly. what it is already.
1: Exactly. So you're, you're no longer guessing. You know exactly what the chips yeah. are going to taste like. You're not going to be dissatisfied. You know, you might hate yourself yeah. afterwards for eating fast food, but nonetheless, you ate it and you enjoyed it yeah. because you knew exactly <laughs> what you was going to get. So that that yeah. is, you know, great branding in a nutshell. It's mm-hmm. a long-term mm-hmm. play. And and anyone yeah. who is, you know, ridiculously fast just to have logos and a bunch of pictures out there doesn't mm-hmm. understand that this is a long-term play. You can't. Yeah. It takes it time. Takes you time. can't spend six, seven, eight grand on a photo shoot for it to have a, a one-week lifespan on your social media yeah. feeds. Be like, really? hmm mm-hmm. You know, where, yeah, where's your marketing yeah. budget that you're going to, you know, push mm-hmm. these set of images or videos out for the next three months so that it makes sense? Yeah. Or else you're going to get yeah, into the of rut course. of, oh, my God, I need content. Oh, my God, I need content. Oh, my God, I need content. Don't, yeah. You know, don't you understand yeah. that content to that degree is an investment? Like Gary mm-hmm, Vee has mm-hmm. teams around him. Who are able to push out the volume of content that he pushes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I even think he 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 doesn't need to tell everybody that he has teams. But you know, I yeah. think it's something that people miss. Be like, Gary's putting mm. out six videos a day across seven platforms. Yeah. That's like 50 pieces of content. We're like, this guy's got yeah. a team around him. A
0: team. Yeah, and also I think people forget that content needs planning. Um, you know, uh, me personally, I don't. I take time to plan what I want out mm-hmm. as content because I can easily be like, I need to post every day and to get more followers. But th- mm-hmm. like you said, that can go as quickly as, you know, exactly. four days. You know, I think people need to understand that these things take time. These things take planning. I'm sure that when you do a photo shoot for MCM London, you do not plan mm. it in a day. It it's, time. you know, it's, it's months of going back and forth, mm. isn't it? So it, it takes it time, takes like time you said.
1: And, and that is the the instant gratification that that people just don't want to um, take the time to plan. Like, I know a lot of people... yeah will say you know just do it you know Nike slogan just do it well why don't yeah. you just do the planning you know <laughs> what, yeah. what happens yeah ain't that part of the action as well like actually strategically planning something you yes. know just yeah. doing it as yeah. in just doing the shoot it mm-hmm. it really doesn't make sense as a long-term play yeah
0: yeah you know, exactly as i said yeah.
1: after two days you're gonna to have to post up another picture
0: mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, all, all yeah. of that
1: vim all of that energy is gone yeah it, did you have a mm-hmm. a um lead generation behind that did you send people yeah. to your websites to capture emails and put them in an email sequence you know mm-hmm, all of these mm-hmm. things is like yeah. it just all went to waste you know, and you're just looking at your photo yeah. with the thousand, two thousand likes, and you're like, "Yes, it done well. Well, <laughs> did it? Really? Yeah. Well, it would be remembered es- exactly. next week.
0: That's another exactly. thing. You know. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's so interesting. It's made me think a lot about my business, but it's good because I think, like I said, I don't think we are educated enough on what this is and I think when you touched on there's not enough agencies and I'm particularly talking about you know Mm -hmm. black creatives that can educate us on this and it's so important that we need to because I think that would change a lot of how we do business in the Mm. long run um you know when i talk about how we do business in terms of the stereotype of the product that we are expected to see for Mm. black creatives that would change a lot of narratives if we just know these little gems that we need to know and i think like i said i'm really going to be pushing your platforms (laughs) i think everyone needs to know about Mm. this and because it's, it's it's true because you you've done like I said, MCM in London have been around for a long time and you're not talking about anything that you haven't yeah. experienced. And I think people need mm-hmm. to hear that. And I think, can, I think they can take a lot away with this. Obviously, with a feed. It's, he's not free, <laughs> by the way, guys. But <laughs> I just thought I'd sit that in there, as you know. Uh, but, you know, this leads me on to the last... I guess the last uh, questions for this. And I think we have a segment on our podcast called the five top tips of how to, so depending on what industry you are in, I always like to do a last five top tips. So for you, it's going to be the five top tips on how to start your own creative, I guess your creative brand and how to strategize. What would you advise someone who's come to you had an idea Before they get to the execution of the photo shoot or the big Mm -hmm. you know hurrah, what would be the first five top tips that you would advise them to consider?
1: Oh um number one, I guess, will be um your pricing. Uh yes, because creative creatives and pricing. Oh mate, (laughs) isn't that a top wow? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah oh wow the amount of people who have contacted me saying because i've referred them to graphic designers how much do they charge it's like oh you have to because how some of them work is like i guess you have to tell them the idea and then they'll give you a price yeah. and that's your yeah. price and, and
1: some people they <laughs> they don't they don't know that there's several different ways to price things and and at the top of the food yes. chain is is value-based pricing where someone will be like, mm-hmm, Well, mm-hmm. how much does this actually mean to you?
0: <laughs> yes. And yeah. You'll yeah, be like, yeah, Oh my yeah, god, yeah.
1: this will transform my whole business. And i would be like, All right, cool, hundred thousand. Since since it's that big, to Yeah. Me. You know, but yeah, I'll I will definitely go with understanding um, pricing and how how you're going to price mm-hmm. your services. And yeah. I mean that like literally down to the t, like how much time it's going to take mm-hmm. you, and and price yeah. for profit, don't price to sell. Okay, price for profit. Right. Oh, yes, that's important. It's, it's very key because yeah. when you price to sell, your margins are low. You get stressed out. You end up hating the thing that you love. Um, so you must you price are. for profit so i'll start with pricing the second thing i'll start with uh the second thing i'll mention is knowing um your audience and where to find them mm-hmm. yeah that is key because that that's just part of branding um yes there's 2 billion mm-hmm. people on facebook and a billion on insta and like all these channels but yeah there's still other channels. (laughs) There is still other channels. (laughs) I I know these two are like the the Goliaths right now, but if you're doing graphics for particularly the medical industry, are you going to find them on Instagram? I don't think so. Definitely not. It's It's more LinkedIn, LinkedIn. isn't it? (laughs) It might be in, (laughs) in periodic... Um, publications that are specific to the medical industry so knowing Mm -hmm. your audience and where to find them is also very key or else you'll just lose a whole bunch of money um and energy posting things where nobody's there um yeah third thirdly what would i say thirdly so first is your pricing Second is knowing where your audiences are. Um, third, oh God. I'm, not, I'm, I'm thinking about what, what <laughs> I would have liked to, to know be, before all of this, before I ever started. I think that's, that's the best way for me to think it. Um, as, yeah. as a creative, thirdly, I would say um, business skills
0: yeah oh god <laughs> hallelujah preach please <laughs> we need to hear it's, that one we need it's to the business hear that
1: skills one. because i like no matter how much of a creative you believe you are the business yeah. skills is what's going to get you there and oh, and gosh, when you yes. minus the business skills you just fall into all kinds of traps that that leave you depressed mm-hmm. and you hate you know it's it's an yeah. awful place um, to be when when you don't have um, yeah. the business skills to sort of um, take you to the next to the next level. So business skills, yeah, hundred percent. Um, and I guess most of the tips I'm, I'm going to say are, are evolving or around business. To be to be very honest, yeah, uh, because as, yeah. as a creative, mm-hmm. you really need to know that. Um, so number four, yes. I guess it's, it's knowing your lane.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what, important. what lane are you
1: in? <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's all good saying you do graphic design, but mm-hmm. when someone asks you, if you really want their business, you'll be like, you know, you know exactly what it is you do. Because saying I'm a graphic yes, designer yeah. is too vague, you know? So you, yeah. you kind of have a, mm-hmm. a cocktail party answer where you say things like, um, I don't know what, what's a what's a really good one. I help hairdressers come up with amazing graphics to gain more customers, something like that. So, you right. know, know yeah. your position so that whenever you mention yourself mm-hmm. to somebody they'd be like all right yeah. he's for me
0: right okay. and not just a graphic designer yeah
1: but if you really know mm-hmm, your position mm-hmm. because you're a graphic designer yes but you don't want to work for everybody I'm sure you don't there's a particular no, of sector not. of the business world that you prefer more than anything else you might like the food industry mm-hmm. So you now need to make sure you yeah. mention that in all your communications that you are a graphic designer right. for mom and dad food chains. And then mm-hmm, instantly, mm-hmm. when a mom and dad food chain sees that that's what you do, guess who's going to come to you? Yeah. Mom and dad food chains. Mm-hmm. So that as well yeah. is, is key, your, your positioning, how you position yourself um, as, as a creative mm-hmm. And finally, I think I'm just going to roll two into one here. Um, yeah. Never rely on word of mouth and referrals of course, yeah. as your marketing strategy.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes, that is one thing I think everyone needs to hear. Because
1: I, I <laughs> like we all know that. As creators, we have this ego thing, like my work is so, so good that I will yes. survive from word of mouth and, you mm-hmm. know, referrals and, and that's it. So I, I don't yeah. need to do too much marketing, you know, I don't need all of that yeah. branding stuff, advertising, you know, my work is exceptional. Everybody should come to me. hmm my, work, My speaks work speaks for itself. itself yeah, <laughs> you know. So it, we've all we've all been there. Like I, we've all been there. Yeah, and it course. may help you mm-hmm. in the initial launch phase. Um, you know, a launch yeah. phase takes a lot of momentum, takes a lot of energy. Yeah, but eventually that yeah. will just all wear out. So yeah, you need to, to find a way to get clients in client acquisition strategies mm-hmm. so you need to figure mm-hmm. out how can i constantly be getting referrals or constantly getting word of mouth marketing going around and round and around because you can't just do marketing yeah. in bad times that
0: yeah oh yeah exactly i mean take this yeah. time, for example, you
1: know, all of a sudden business has gone down, so you've decided to ramp up marketing. Mm-hmm. When in reality, most businesses, when things are going down, marketing is one of the first things they cut.
0: <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, I I was listening to a podcast and they said exactly mm. the same thing. They're going to keep the finance team, but the marketing yes, team they're going to get is rid of. Ironic
1: and the paradox is like, well, those yeah. are the people who bring in the money. Um, so if you're yeah. firing the people that bring in the money and keeping the people that simply look after the money, they're not going to have any money to look after. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a yeah. paradox. But yes, get um, thinking of a strategy to bring in clients is will be my mm-hmm. my final tip there. Yeah.
0: Right. Wow, I've learned a lot. Trust me, you've, co- you've covered a lot. I'll be listening to this over 100 times. <laughs> I'm trying to get my five tips, but it's, it's important. And I like the fact that you touched on business and creative. So, this is something that creatives really, including myself, yeah. Yeah. and I've done it business we're not all business minded as creators and we get that so confused like we've got a great Mm -hmm. idea we've got a great idea Mm -hmm. this is going to happen but the business side you neglect and you realize oh this person this person Mm -hmm. done me over because i had this money issue Mm -hmm. i had this legal issue but like you said these are the fundamental things that you need to think about beforehand even Mm -hmm. with my own platform i'm thinking about these nabs i know as it starts to grow we don't want to get in the firing line when it comes to contracts and this yeah, and that and yeah. whatever, you know, putting project mm-hmm. agreements in place, putting boundaries in place. Because if even though it's that you're helping yeah. people, like you said, you've got to put these boundaries because you've yeah. got to protect your business because it's all good having an idea. But when the business side doesn't align mm-hmm. with the creativity, that's when yes, you slip and yes. fall.
1: And, and you, if if you don't, learn along the way or if you if you're not even I don't know encouraged to learn about it then you're just setting yourself up yeah full um and that's one thing like Mm. I've learned over the 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 past seven years is that as as good as you may think you are there are huge Mm. companies out there in the creative world and if you don't even take yeah. the time out just to be like, well, how did they get there? You know, if if I'm struggling mm, to find clients yeah. that's going to pay me 10 grand a month, then what 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 do I have mm-hmm. to do in, in order to, to yeah. level up yeah. um, to that degree? And I guess I'll, I'll chuck yeah. in something here. Um, I don't know how much time we've got left, but... Mm-hmm. Okay. No, we
0: still got a bit of time. Listen, <laughs> I could listen to this all day.
1: It's, it's something that um I, I recently put up as I was searching for um basically ways for creatives to get paid. And I I yeah. came across like 10 different ways that people can get paid because all we know is that mm. I do a service, you pay me, and and that's it. Yeah. You know? But what some of yeah, the, yeah. the big creatives out here are doing, not only the, the whole value-based um, pricing scheme, but those who specifically mm-hmm. create logos. And I'm, I'm always bringing yeah. up logo examples because logos is something that a lot of people undervalue and mm. assume that, you know, some kid is sitting around and is going to draw it in under an hour and it's going to charge you 40 pounds oh my gosh and that's it yeah you know bang there's your logo Mm. um yeah i I had a client years ago when i started uh and i made a logo for them um for 40 pounds funny enough (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh wow <laughs> it's 40 pounds keeps on and, t- popping up and yeah. you know they, they got their whole fashion business and you know everything is going well da, 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 yeah. da, and they, they hit me up mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. saying that they misplaced something and if I still had it and I oh gosh I was like what are you not serious and then funny enough I still had it but I said I'm gonna charge you 50 pounds for me to send it out and yeah, of course. They didn't get back to me, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, you yeah. know, you've got a full-on business mm. right now. Everything is going wavy, and yeah, you know, you yeah. don't want to pay just for me to send it because I had to find it. You know, it's been a long time. Yeah, I've of got course. whole lot of hard drives time. and whatnot. Yeah. So I was like, I had to find yeah. it, but mm-hmm. they didn't want to pay for it, so I didn't mm. send it, and they haven't said anything since. Yeah." But When I was looking Mm. into pricing and I'm finding out that there's, there's people out there, logo creators who are charging their clients um, almost on licensing fees. Oh, wow. Okay. And I found it a phenomenal business model because they will charge for the logo And clearly the client really Mm -hmm. wants them to do, or else they wouldn't have agreed to it. But the logo, I don't know, is 10 grand, 15 grand, 20 grand or whatever, but the client doesn't have the money to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So they pay a small upfront Mm -hmm. fee of 10% or something, Mm -hmm. and they literally get paid annually for the use of the logo. And I thought that was a phenomenal business model because they can literally do 10 logos yeah. a year and get a full-on six-figure salary after that for a number mm. of years because the company is going to use that logo period and every time the company yeah, yeah puts yeah. the logo on a new piece of merchandise they get an added
0: mm-hmm. bonus yeah yeah, and that,
1: is that is just <laughs> a really, really clever way of getting around the fact that a client might not have money to pay you up front, but you lock them in yeah, for yeah. long term sustainability mm-hmm. because as a business, that's what you want. You want to know that you're going to have yeah, a, of course, a of amount course. of money coming in every month instead of just hoping mm-hmm, someone mm-hmm. picks up the phone and calls <laughs> you can't live like that
0: yeah mm-hmm. so, yeah and and it's so important because it's about business yeah. sustainability um and and that's exactly what that shows that i guess yes. method it's is showing if,
1: if you're planning to to sustain your business over a long time then you need to know where the money is coming from because it's it's all good when mm-hmm. you're young mm-hmm. and you you might be living at your parents that you don't know where money's coming from. You're just having a, a good time, you know, good for you. But once yeah. you you mm-hmm. grow <laughs> and you now start having dependencies, that, that becomes a whole different yeah. ballgame. You can't just be sitting around hoping yeah. for a phone call. You need to put things in place mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. says, all right, cool. I know that next month, these 10 clients are paying their license fee. And, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, mm. just to bring it full circle, I guess, to, to the whole creative, and especially photography, that was a big aha moment for me. Yeah. When I found out that mm. I was thinking, like, how are these big photographers collecting their checks? And I found out that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. will charge a creative fee, which was their actual fee for you to, you know, for them to physically be there and do the job. But then they charge a licensing yeah. fee for the rights to use the images. Mm. And I was like, now it makes so much sense. That's why you'll see an advert campaign Mm. for four months and then you'll never see it again. Because, Right, okay. And does
0: that mean that they've licensed it out for four months? That's that's exactly
1: what it means. So when when you do a campaign for big clients, they have either a licensing fee or a straight buyout fee okay so this even works for models that are getting paid silly money because they're charging you for the right to use their face across the world and Mm. after a period of time yeah you either need to continue paying them or you bring Mm -hmm. down that whole campaign
0: Right. And so that's what Linda Evangelista used to say. I don't get out of bed for like more than 10 grand a day or something like that. And Naomi Campbell makes sense now. Makes sense. No, it's good because it's just giving you those little gems of, you know, what we need to know, what we don't know, how it all works. And touching on what you said about that company yeah. that got back to you years later, I don't think people really value the graphic designers, the art director. They don't value their times. I don't think was even with my guys, I know that I can send a mm-hmm. brief out to the team and, I, and, I, and I'll send them a deadline and the deadline mm-hmm. will be a realistic deadline because I know in a day they might have other mm-hmm. clients or other things that they're dealing with. And I know that a logo won't take, you know, three hours. I've You know, we've got to think mm-hmm. of the concept, the colour, you know, making it right. And I'd rather, and I think people don't understand that it takes time to make things look good, especially if you want, especially if the graphic designer is mm-hmm. designing it for you. It's his exactly. name on there as well, is for your logo. And I think people don't really get that because if MCM London's designing yeah. something for me or taking a picture, that, yes, mm-hmm. it's for my business as CNC, but it's exactly. your name on that as well. So you're not exactly going to give me a rubbish product. You're going to take your time with it. And I think yeah, people, people need to know that as well.
1: overlook um, the fact that if I'm really good at something, And I can do it in 10 minutes. It doesn't mean that you're charging me, I'm gonna charge you 10 minutes worth of work. I'm really good at something because I've been doing it for seven years. So I'm not charging you for 10 Mm -hmm. minutes, I'm charging you for seven years. You know, and and people don't say, Oh no, but you're just gonna, you know, press the button on the camera. Be like, all right, well, you do it. Wow. (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly that's why i'm here because know, you brought me here it, 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 wow. it
1: always comes yeah. down to an issue of value and what people value and i guess as a business it's yeah. partly our issue to show that value because if we don't show that mm, value yeah they are not naturally inclined to see that value and right
0: this, okay yeah so to again the business it comes and to to the how business. you brand yourself mm-hmm. if you
1: if you don't brand yourself right right and everything just seems like a a fun and game sort of situation, then everyone will take it that way. You know, not to say that it's a problem, but if you show the value in the fun and games, then the clients that you come, not only would they like fun and games, but they understand that you are ridiculously good at what you do. Hence, that's why you're charging this much Mm. and the fun and games is like a bonus. Mm.
0: Right. OK, got you. Wow. You put it in a nice term right there. I, I tell you that. But um, I just wanted to say thank you again, Belange, for taking the time to educate CNC on um, you know, brand strategies. I think that's something that the community and also outside the community really need to know. And um, where can we find you on socials just so everyone can have an idea of where to get more tips well, you? Well, you
1: can find me on uh, Belange OK. That's at B-E-L-A-N-G-E. Belange OK. And that's just OK. Uh, that's on the gram uh, and on twitter and and all the the other Mm -hmm. socials well i'm not on everything but i think it's facebook the gram and twitter um where i will respond (laughs) just put it out yeah
0: okay brilliant and so is it a dm respond or email first setting the standards (laughs) you know as we're
1: going with the flow well (laughs) if, if you can you can email me that will be absolutely fine um and and oh, even, even if, it's, if it's a dm just but just don't expect it to be like an yeah. instant reply because that will not happen
0: <laughs> right okay that's good see guys you heard it here first well belange thank you so much for taking the time to you know come on this podcast with us um we do love you having it, you. Hear you here at cnc and um many more to come so this is not the last but um thank, thank you again you. for thank coming thank you on this so show. much
1: uh to everyone at at cnc and you know i i look forward yeah to to hearing hearing a podcast and and let me know when i can share it i guess or where to share it to you yeah yeah
0: definitely would we'll, yeah definitely we'll definitely be uh, doing that yeah, so thank you, Bolog, thank, thank you thank you so much